Why do you tell the most people what drinks you James, James Squire Stow Away IPA. Funny story, I went to the place in the city called The Squirey or something. And I went there for someone's birthday and had a whole bunch of James Squire on tap. And said, wow, you guys, are you guys sponsored by James Squire? Like, do they give you money to advertise beer? And they said, no, we, um, we are James Squire. <laughs> there are no other beers here it is only James Squire so uh, yeah it's a fun place to go to are you a beer connoisseur? I drink a lot of beer does that count? Mm-hmm. I do not so how would you explain <laughs> this? I would say it's um, definitely a flavoursome beer yeah it's Got strong some, some of the finest ingredients is that what the, the label says is it? the label says <laughs> definitely it's quite Quite a strong flavour, actually. Yeah, say, bitterness, robust malt, that's what I was going to say, and lingering bitter finish. That's exactly what I was going to say. Are you into bitter beers? Or? Um, uh, they're all bitter, I think. I'm not sure. Oh, <laughs> oh that's how it is. <laughs> Wait, no, hang on. Weren't you the guy that suggested that we try drinking 180 beers in the night? Yes. 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 Yeah, yeah so where, where was that? Uh, but... Yeah, <laughs> not. I drank the VB and any, and the Ted's and all the normal ones, and left the rest for everyone else. We should do that again. We didn't finish the last one. No. Did you, were you there at the end? I was there when they told us to get out. They told us very briefly beforehand that we asked, you know, how could we, how could we make this happen? How could we finish this? Can we, you know, go in a back room? Can we give something else? And they said. Look, you can buy the rest of the beers, and all you know, it was probably like fifteen or so. Yeah, we're, we're said, definitely below the. Around and they said it was only kind of cost. They did the maths. Took them ten minutes to do the maths. They said it was going to cost about seventy dollars. Yeah. They said great. Like I'm almost certain we'll do that. And I said, how long do we have to drink it? And they said, well, that's the thing. Like once you buy it, you'll have to drink it. You have to pour minutes. it down the sink because you have to leave. So we could have bought it just to get our name on the board, but so I wouldn't count. we were very close to doing that. No, I, I remember when I went to do it, when we went to do it, I drank all the stouts. Failed to realise that that would essentially just kneecap me because they're I, strong. After, yeah, well, they're not strong, but they're just filling. Mm. So after about five, I wasn't drunk. I was full. full. <laughs> And then on the way back, I tried to get a kebab, and I just couldn't eat it because <laughs> you're full. You've already, yeah, had, just, oh, already I'd, had dinner. Yeah. Oh, I'd already had about yeah about six days calories and beer. I wonder if people know the night that they conceive their children. Like, if you don't have an active bedroom life, and it's it's a rarity, and so you know, could, could you pinpoint it down? Yeah, yeah. I I, I, don't know, I reckon you're probably good. I, it depend, I reckon it depends to... You, you can obviously work it out to a rough amount. But I wonder if, like, you can... A, a baby's or a human's characteristics are based on what position they'll conceive in. <laughs> what are you going to say? If they're, if they're on a... If they're, yeah, like... <laughs> I don't know. If they're so. conceived on the pool table, they're, like, banging their head against walls. Yeah, they're just angry people. Or if... Yeah. What about if they're conceived at full moon party? Like... They, I mean, that, that's just bad news from the start. They just never really. sleep, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Nah, yeah, we should probably not discuss that. Yeah, let's let's just move on. I've got a good would you rather for that later. get to that. So I'm I guess worried about that now. Let's let's talk about the first thing we got down here is what do we want the podcast to be? Actually, we should probably go through what we what's the name of the podcast first because mm. we haven't said that yet. Have we discussed that? I think we discussed. Did we discuss? We, did we, were we happy to go with the one that we, I said before? Oh, now I'm going to read you on. Yeah. Yes. Do you, not, do you remember what it was? No, but go with it. Whatever Puppies it and watermelons. Puppies and watermelons. Sounds good. Yep. See, I wanted to call it puppies and watermelons. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to make it my life's mission to never tell anyone why. It's a very dark story. And I don't want to talk about it. I mean, it's not going to be about puppies and watermelons. Mm. There might be questions about puppies. But. <laughs> Maybe not watermelons in the same topic. Speaking of which, we still need to find a sound file of a puppy being kicked. Yeah, so if, if anyone happens to have a sound bite of a puppy being kicked, don't kick a puppy to get one. But I'm willing to do it. So if you have a puppy... <laughs> I'm, Wait, I'm, if you have a puppy that you're willing to have kicked... <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. If your neighbour has a puppy... Then you probably, you probably yeah. don't deserve to have a puppy. <laughs> 
We should have called it Babies and Watermelon. Oh, because everyone would be on board with that mm. one so much. Mm. Well, that's the bad bit. People would just be like, yeah, sure. Mm. I think, kick yeah. a baby. Don't kick a watermelon. <laughs> Don't kick a puppy. Well, that's what, what, what are you, what, what do you want to do in the podcast? Well, I'd like it to be like, uh, well, semi-regularly, something people listen to, something that's kind of fun to make and a bit creative, so this <laughs> might be, I think someone just kicked a puppy. <laughs> Sammy, are you all right? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that, I thought that was you. Yeah, I thought that sounded kind of you. Did you actually Google it, like kicking a puppy? And that's the sound. Oh, uh, I. Ah. Uh, that's actually Tammy kicking that a puppy. Was, that was yeah. a bit horrible. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the one. Save that one. <laughs> I don't want to save that. <laughs> save that one and go buy a watermelon. So, would you like to do a would you rather, or do you want to talk about that one? We, shall we go with the would you rather? Let's yeah, let's, let's get back. Yeah. Right. Do you want to go? You want to go deep or do you want to go? Uh, I reckon they're easy. best trying. Have you, have you got a family friendly one on that list? Or uh, is the short answer to that? Are the things we practice with family friendly? No, they're, they're not. They're not family friendly. <laughs> they're definitely not. Let's, let's, okay. let's um, okay. try one with. What? Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie, there's not a lot that are family friendly. But. <laughs> yes. <laughs> would you, okay. Would you rather. It's family friendly because kids would enjoy this, I think. <laughs> They'd enjoy the discussion. Would you rather have taste buds on your butthole or poop through your mouth? I reckon those are pretty much the same thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I think the first, like, having taste buds on your butthole, it's presuming that you're going to eat through your butthole. I'd, no, I'd reckon no? that would just be that you would just... Oh, you just taste, taste your poop it, yeah. as you poo. Yeah, I, so I reckon I'd go for that one because... But then you would never around. taste food again because your taste buds aren't on your tongue. Oh, if they're not on your tongue. Because oh, it's then it'd be, now on your be your mouth. Yeah, no, I'd rather... Because go, go, everything would taste bland unless you shoved it up your bum. Well, could you digest food if you shoved it far enough? People do it through enemas, don't they? But has anyone put an enema of a hamburger up their bum? That's the question. It's first time for everything. Probably a sausage roll would be probably more friendly. Or <laughs> 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 well, maybe like if you did like gnocchi, you got little nuggets. Gnocchi, you reckon? Is that like little suppositories? Like, and then you could have like gnocchi's pretty filling. I don't think. Noki would be that small for a suppository. I reckon that'd still be pretty big. Well, it's smaller than a sausage roll. Look, I think maybe you'd have to just go with spaghetti. Okay. But don't cook it first. Like pasta? Well, bare pasta, no, spaghetti's the right shape. A straw. Yeah, just don't cook it. But once you push the first bit in, it's hard to like cram the rest in. Unless you put... Wait, are you you worried about where you're going to put the rest of it? Like, you know how if you put a spaghetti out one nostril and you can pull it out the other and you can kind of... Seesaw it from side to side. I've never done that. If you but... put it up, <laughs> if you put it your bum, you could pull it without a way of pulling it up through your body. Yeah, that's the first one. I, I don't think, I, I think I'd have to go with I'd rather poop out of my mouth. Really? That way I could still eat stuff. Okay. And I still have to taste it anyway. When's the last time you vomited? When was the last time I vomited? Yeah. Oh. Sober. Sober? Yeah, sober. Because um, drunk woman doesn't count because you don't remember it. Oh, that's... I honestly can't remember, I don't think. What about you? Do you... I... I yeah, I can remember. It's probably two years ago. But when I get sick, I feel like I'm going to die. Isn't that what being sick is about? Yeah, like... I guess. Some people just seem like they can vomit and they can move on with their life. But I'm vomiting and I'm recovering for the next day because I couldn't <laughs> breathe for that 10 seconds. <laughs> How are you at swimming then? <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's like dying every... No, swimming's not bad. But, so I guess what I'm saying is like, the act of poo coming out of your mouth, I don't feel that's going to be an enjoyable one because I'm not sure what your poos are like, but mine can be pretty big. Like, we're not yeah, talking... Well, I reckon like, that well, would be diarrhea, but, but, but... If you're talking a, a log coming out, but would that be worse out? You know, what, what if it was one of those ones, you know, like when the times when you've got a hand against both walls on either side, mm-hmm. grimacing. Would you're talking about the toilet or vomiting? Yeah, when you're on the toilet. Okay. Like a constipation? Yeah, like when you, know, when you get those really ones, it feels like you're trying to pass like a brick. Yeah. Would that be any easier out of your mouth? No, I think it'd be better coming out of your bum. 
So like, if you're going to taste it, regardless of whether it comes out of your mouth or your bum, like the, the reality is in this in this scenario, you're going to taste it. I think I'm happier <laughs> coming out because my bum's used to it. Right? My mouth isn't used to logs coming out. Maybe you should just eat more fiber or something. Maybe, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, is it unanimous? Like we're having? I can't remember. So taste... you're you're saying that you'd rather do? A... I'd rather have taste buds in my butthole, so that I didn't have to poo through my mouth because that seems more unsatisfying. Well, I don't know, but it'd certainly be more sanitary. Right. True. Yeah. Because like, how do you kiss people? You don't kiss people with your butts. No, I don't so know how you spend your time. No, but <laughs> All right, that one's that one's very clear. All right. Um, <laughs> okay, so that's pretty much it for family friendly. All right. Well, oh okay. no, this one, this one's no, this one's family friendly. Yeah, this, this was technically family. okay. Would you rather pry off your thumbnail with a fork? Mm-hmm. Sounds pretty bad. Yeah, it's not starting off great. Or put a toothpick under your big toenail and kick a wall. Oh. Uh... I would have to say the fun one because that's oh, that one fuck. didn't make me wince as much. Pinch, yeah. The, the the kicking the wall one made me oh. really wince, but for yeah. some reason, thinking about peeling off my thumbnail didn't have that same effect. But the, the, oh no. Yeah, I'd probably be prone off my, my toes thumbnail. Weird, yeah. yeah, I feel weird in the other oh. regions, but that's not a very nice one to think about. No, where, where are all the whole? Would you rather <laughs> swim with a unicorn or? Okay, this one, this one you could relate to, this one. Yeah, we're going to do it anyway. Sorry, Mum. Um, <laughs> it's not you... good if you have to apologise before you gonna. I'm not going to tell my mum that we're doing this podcast. What? Because <laughs> that's, like, that's like half our reason. That's, right? <laughs> that's, uh, that's mine. Yeah, and yeah, I We take your parents' house, but all we've got left is my parents. Uh, yeah, that's not going to be good for them either. <laughs> <laughs> Would, I guess they, they can just not... skip, skip the next five minutes. Would you rather watch your parents have sex every day for the rest of your life or join in once to stop it? Join in once. Really? Yeah. From, a, like from an outside perspective, it's easy to think, oh, do it once to stop it. But sex is a natural thing. Like, they're just two... Yeah, so what's the problem with joining They're two in? human beings in love. But if I have to do that every day, that's inconvenient. But to you're not doing it every day, you're just watching every day. I mean, yeah, you, I mean, could, you yeah. could be having your dinner and, like, just... You could be multitasking so that you're not wasting... You know, however long it takes, I'm not sure what your parents are like. But run, I think so. I don't know. I'd rather. I think I'd rather join in once mm-hmm. because I have. You know, I've, I've got stuff to get on with. I can't be wasting my time <laughs> watching that every day. Because you, you know, you'd be out. You'd be out with your friends hanging out, or you'd be at frisbee. And like, <laughs> would you want to? Do you want to hang out? It's like getting to ten o'clock, and, and you're like, well, you're just like, yeah, I'd love like, to stay, so, out, but, but I, I've got to go. Yeah, just 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 wait there. I've got to go yeah. watch my parents get off. Yeah, but. At what stage are you going to make that decision? Like, if they're saying, look, son... You do it first time. You just do it first time. But what time. if they're bluffing? What if they're not going to do it every day? Well, you do it first time, and then if, if they still do it every day, you don't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> you're just not like, uh, oh, well, you said if I did it once, you'd stop, but, you know, maybe that second time. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to defend Fifteenth time lucky. If your parents lie or not. <laughs> I just can't imagine anyone ending up in that... Uh, That'd be such a bad position to end up in. What if it was... Was this prison rules or something? What if it's not... If it's not your parents. <laughs> if it's straight strangers. Strangers? I, d- I don't see the downside of joining in, really. You know? But if you watch it, <laughs> it's pretty creepy, isn't it? It is pretty creepy. But if you're joining in, that isn't creepy. For some strange reason, society will probably look down on you less if you joined in. That's true. All right, final one. Yep, okay. Final one. We've been pretty unanimous. <laughs> Would you rather be punched in the face with brass knuckles by Mike Tyson? Wait, wait, wait. Mike Tyson now or Mike Tyson when in his prime? In his prime. Oh, okay, that, that's a big thing. Or punch a toddler and be seen by thousands of people. Mike, I, I'd probably still say Mike Tyson. You wouldn't punch a kid. I'd punch a kid. I'd punch a kid in a heartbeat if that's the <laughs> But the, the problem is, I've then got to justify it to a thousand people, and and. How many, you know, it's a thousand people. There's no way they're all going to agree, yes, it was better that you punched that child. I mean, I'm, I know I don't punch that hard, so maybe I get away with it. But when you get punched in the face by Mike Tyson, like, brass knuckles, your your teeth are gone. Like, I'm not sure what your you're, insurance you're is like, probably, but, like, you, you're, you're getting a new a face. You're getting a new face. You happy with that? Do I, do I get to choose the new face? Or is it like, 
you know, that's not face off. No, 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 no I, I, I'd still probably say the chart. Oh no, wait, no. Which one, which one did I say? You'd rather be punched in the face. I'd rather be punched. Um, I'm, I'm conflicted on both cases because I'm a sissy, and <laughs> I've never been punched, and I have no like desire. You've never been punched life. before. No, I, I, I generally try and avoid those situations. How have you managed to get this far through life and never, and never been punched? I, I, you know. You know, you, you know exactly what's going to happen next time we're in the same place and you're not paying attention to what I'm doing. You're going to punch me in the face. <laughs> but in the same respect, I'm a bit of a sissy and I don't think me punching a toddler would actually harm the toddler. So, I, I, I'm, I'm the same. I reckon if I punch a to- child... You'd I'd probably be like, what was that? You'd probably punch yourself in the exactly. I mean, you know, nowadays, they'd probably pull a gun on me or something. So I think... But I'd ask you a point. Where is the toddler from? Mm, Morley. Morley, no, yeah. no, I'd rather punch the toddler. He's, he has a gun in. <laughs> um, I mean, like, if it was like this toddler is from sub-Saharan Africa, then uh, I'd be like, yeah, maybe I take Mike Tyson. Yeah, but, you know, if it's like a kid that's just well, a well, well brought up kid, depends if you had a reason it, to punch him as well. Like, you know, is if he gonna, yeah, is he going to call me a name first or what? If it's you know, if he's Charlie and he's bitten his brother's finger, it's well entitled. Oh, uh, I could quite happily punch that kid. In yeah, the face. did you know? But that video was, well, this is what I've read, is when the start of when YouTube started giving the option for ads, and it's prime time for monetizing videos, and they monetized that ad, and it was like the, one of the first successful videos. Now, I could be making this up, but I'm pretty sure I read it somewhere. <laughs> and they reckon the parents in that one video made like $150,000, pounds, whatever they are, and paid off their house. Because Charlie did his finger. That's pretty cool. Wait, does that make it their house or Charlie's house? Probably, yeah. Good point. Because that's... I think Charlie's got a case. <laughs> you reckon? I think... In a couple of years when Charlie's I hitting Charlie's 18, he's going to take him to court and go, do you know what? Well, well, hang on, what about his brother, though? He'd probably sue for damages. His brother was the star of the show. Because we, we all know, you know, watching a baby bite something isn't isn't why we were watching that. That's it, that's it. We were watching that entirely. For What's Charlie's brother's name? No one cares. Yeah, that's the, that's that's it. the worst problem is we don't know Charlie's name. Okay, is that, is that the last one? You've got that's, I've got others, but I think, I think we can save them. All right, right now, you want to tell me about Geo... GeoGuessr. Guess, oh, Guessr. GeoGuessr, yeah. Is that how it's so, spelled? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so um, I'll show you what it is. So what it is, it's, it's a website where it's based on Google Maps, and it will put you in a random location, and you have to guess where that is in the world. How zoomed in are we talking? It will be Street View. Street View? Gotcha. Yeah. So if I uh, log on to it. Is this run by Google or someone else? Uh, it's, it's run by someone else. So if, you want, if, if you're interested in going to it, it's geoguessr.com. Um, G-E-O-G-U-E-S-S-R.com. Yeah, we'll put a link in the show notes. So this is what we what we've got on at the moment is the famous places version. So there's different um, settings you can play. The the normal one is just it'll drop you somewhere in the world. But what we're going to do so if we're looking at it, so we're currently just on Street View, and you look around, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's meant to be a famous place, and you have to guess where it is. And I reckon this place is probably Disneyland. Yeah, it's definitely a theme park. Uh, and probably Disneyland, Florida. Is there any way to? Um, grab this specific image like if we wanted to show other people what this image is uh, probably not that's alright you can take our we word for it, it. We, I mean we can we can grab it if you want so actually I'll just take a screenshot oh that's a great that, idea why don't I just do that that's a great idea if you have a look at the picture then you see where, where it is and you click on the map in the oh where you think corner. it is yeah, do you think so Florida I think Florida yes yeah, so I'm going to zoom in and I'm going to try and get it around Orlando because I think that's where it is where's Orlando so I'm going to place it there, and you can go right in and zoom in as well, as close uh-huh. as you want. Uh-huh. Uh, and then you press can you zoom place. in to Street View? No. Okay. <laughs> so you... No, but you can go right into Street View. So okay. you press Make Guess. Oh, oh, shit. shit, damn it. So I was 7,500 kilometers away. It was in Denmark. That was not, that was not grand, no. But that's, that's the idea of GeoGuessr. And um, yeah, so this is one thing I was idly playing at work to fill the time. And uh, I found, came across something specific which I want to show you. So this is genuinely from Google Maps. That's why we're not on GeoGuessr anymore. We're on Google Maps, and we're at a place called the Oscarborg Fortress. Mm-hmm. Again, I'll try and put the link in the show notes. And um, this looks quite nice, doesn't it? Nice little. It's, mm-hmm. it's in a. I think it's in Finland, mm-hmm. or no, it's in Norway. I think actually. There's going to be a man punching a toddler. You're not far off, actually. So if I turn around. Jesus. 
This is something that is genuinely on Google Street View. So why, why don't you try and explain what that is? I'll, get, I'll take a screenshot. Looks like people in hazard suits, and one's got boxing gloves. One has like a golf stick in the middle of the field. Do you reckon they're props? I reckon I, I'm going to ha- hazard a guess that two guys having a fight with uh, a golf club in hazmat suits is not something that normally happens. But look at his feet. He looks... He looks dislocated. like he's, he looks like he's hurriedly put that on. That's pretty cool, though. So yeah, it, it turns out on Street View there's a two guys having a a little fight by Oscar Bird Fortress. I remember Which, when, uh, it, when it came when this Google Street car came past fitness training. I'm not sure if you were there at Frisbee, um, and we raced as uh, the car went past. We raced up the hill to try and like jump near the car to get on the camera. I've ne- never actually checked it. Where where was it? Uh, Centenary Oval. That's right. Oh, that ages ago. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I guess they probably would have updated it by now. After much searching. 13 caps. Damn it. <laughs> Our one chance of being famous. I do. That's my you? one, I think, one of our life goals to get on Google Maps. You won't. Want, and it's just been taken away from you. Yeah. I can't believe I haven't looked at that before. We could play. Let's play a game of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, okay. All so, right. why do you. Yeah, explain what uh, Rotten Tomatoes is. Because you're, you're so, the one that came up with the. the so we played it with my housemates, and you go to RottenTomatoes.com, which is a review website, and critics do it as well as, I think, the, the public do it as well. But you have to try and figure out a streak of as many movies as possible, from lowest percentage to highest percentage. So the ideal is the first one you'll get is like, you know, low 10, 20%, and then you'll guess the next one, which must be a little bit higher, and the next one, which is a little bit higher, and as soon as you get one that isn't higher, then you've, your streak ends. And so from memory, when we did this once, we got to oh, maybe six or so in a time, but there's some oddballs that catch you out. So we're just on it, Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, this is Rotten Tomatoes. And we have to think of the worst movie we've ever seen. Right, so are we going to do this like one each or? And try ah, let's brainstorm, let's brainstorm. Okay, what worst is, I, what's the worst? The worst film I've seen would be Zombie Virus and 34th Street, but I can't remember if that's the right name for it. Okay. But that film was pretty awful. Mm, yes. Let's do that. Let's do that. So. 2007. Yeah. Nick Damon. No, Nick. What's Nick? No. Okay. Nick. Not Damon. <laughs> not Nick. What's Damon's first name? Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> it's not even anyone famous. Yeah, he's only anything. Uh, I think this is the right one. Okay, oh, good start. No. no, 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 good start. Is it? Well, which one should we start with? Are we going to go with the tomato meter or the audience score? Mm, okay. Mm. No, that's not even it. But we put it in now. Okay. So let's, I guess we have to I'm go. Sure, I'm sure that the, the one I want, Zomb- uh, Zombie Rice, that was like a B movie that me and my friends found in a old blockbuster somewhere. Maybe it was, okay. maybe it was a home film. Not a good start, but that's okay. It's 70%. 70%. Okay, so we're going to go with the Rotten Tomato score, not the audience score, because the audience score could be anything. And the idea sure, is... Surely that, audience score is the best way to go, mainly because that's 37%. What do you reckon? I reckon we should give audience score. Okay, let's go Otherwise, otherwise this is going to be really short. That is true. 37%. We've got to beat 37%. And also, if we're going to try and guess critic scores, that's going to be really... True. Really obscure. Actually, I suppose maybe that's why we should do it, because it'd be harder that way. Hmm. So, a, a better one than 70. 70. Okay. I... Actually, it's only got 10 ratings, that's why. <laughs> this, this game could end very quickly. I think... I really love the latest Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Apparently, there's a new one coming out. But one time I was scrolling through Facebook and said, like, biggest movie flops of the year, and number one was The Turtles. And I was devastated because I thought it was great. I feel like it's going to be, it could be worse. I'm I'm willing to put it in. So it's the latest Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We can't really hold hold out on that one. 2016. 2016, that's next year. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, five. No. Yeah, it came out. Uh, According to this, oh, no, it says Turtle, I thought. Yeah, keep putting Teenage Mutant Ninja. I reckon it was like, oh, 2010, 2011? 2014. Good enough. Really? That's how it took them two years to reboot it again. It was that bad. 21%. (laughs) 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 All right. Right, Maybe we should start with that. Yeah, okay. Okay, we're on a good start. 21%. I thought that, that was like was the actually, best movie I've ever seen. Well, seeing as no. that was the actual one we were aiming for this time, instead of last time when we, we got didn't, some yeah. random right. film. Right. So we've got to do better than 21%. 20. Not too much better. Wow. Can't I believe I got 21%. Like, um, 
I'm just trying to look at my life. I feel like I was a big Matrix fan, but I feel like the latest Matrix people bombed. Uh, so somewhere in the mix. Reloaded? Revolutions. Revolutions, yes. But some, I'm not sure if that's next, because I reckon it would be like 50-60. Th- I don't think it would be that bad. So I reckon if we do like go for like the American Pie films. Okay. Because like Bandcamp or whatever. Or, uh, like one of their least successful ones. One of the ones that was like, yeah, just released, not Reunion, because that one was great. I know what I hear a bad thing said about it. But um, I reckon we should go for one of those. Okay. Yeah. So you're going to go American Present Bandcamp Bank or Book Camp. of Love? Which one is it Book of Love? I've never heard Broken Love. Beat that. House, we'll go with that one. Okay. That was it. American Pie presents Beat House. No tomato scores yet. We're not good at this game. That's a free pass. We that's don't free, uh, get out of jail free. Like a, I think you can go to the other American Pie. Okay, right. Does that mean no critics have rated it? It means it's only got two rotten. Two. So, uh, wait, so we go with Bandcamp, right? Yeah, let's do that. This Bank is like the... Pie. 20... Oh, it's gone down. We've flunked. Yeah. I officially, don't officially a failure. We're not, we're not very good at this game. No. Oh, what's well, the Trinex done? It's we'll good though. It's done. good though. It's good. Yeah. But the audience is fifty, so that could be a way we do it. Well, because the other one was thirty-seven, wasn't it? I can't. Uh, mm. The first one was thirty-seven. What was mm. the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Fifty-one. So that's, so that's, that's gone down as well. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll oh, actually, no, because that worked for the last one. Fifty-six. Mm. It's all right. We've got room for improvement. Fifty-six. Because so if if we'd have done this the first time and we had got like ten in a row, we'd have never beaten it. Yeah. But now that we've got one in a row. That's <laughs> we're on. We're going to go for best improvement. Like with two right? get out of jail free yeah, guys. That's, that's how we're going to win. We're I think we just need to beat two. We're going to go for best improvement. I'm happy with that. I'm happy setting low expectations. <laughs> Those expectations are pretty low. <laughs> well, I guess the fear is next time we'll get one that doesn't have a rating again, and that's that's one way of losing. Tammy, who is sat over there in the corner, and I, we have our phone set up so that we can always see where each other is, where, where we are, so I can always find her location. Is that creepy or not? Can I access where Tammy is? That would be creepy. That would be creepy. Yeah. Well, I'm just I'm, you know, I'm looking out for her. At least that's what you can tell the court. Anyway. <laughs> Have you ever been surprised of where Tammy is? Not yet. Not yet. No. In fact, I'd probably use it for the most mundane reason because I just check if she's still at work or not. Mm-hmm. What would surprise you? It would surprise me if Tammy was anywhere that wasn't work or home. Okay. What if she was trying to plan a surprise for you? Ah, that would be bad because then I'd find... But, She's tried that before and failed both times. Okay. So Once she's... she tried to take me to the um, the zoo for my birthday as a surprise, mm-hmm. and she managed to keep it surprised right up until the day before when she asked, "How do I get to here on the, the zoo? Bus? How and do I get to the zoo?" <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's well, good. Well, because she didn't say the zoo. She said, "How do I get to here?" And pointed it on the map, and I said, "What the zoo?" <laughs> and yeah, it was up after. <laughs> well, I think it's creepy. So let me put it this way: Would you have it on your phone? I don't think I'd check it enough for it to be creepy. Who would you let? see your location whenever me. they wanted well occasionally my folks insist me that there's this app called glimpse which is like you you can track yourself for a few hours and it's ideally useful when you're going on a road trip so yeah. if you're heading down south someone can track you make sure you get where you're going that's gonna, is, it's yeah, a pretty that, cool that's feature gonna, gonna work nicely when you get down south when there's no reception true but <laughs> normally when you go into town it'll update and that's cool i don't i don't feel like i go anywhere like I wouldn't let my boss. Well, I don't sneak out of work, but I don't think I could I, see I a problem. Think, I don't think I'd let anyone at work see it. I think event. Well, Google and Apple know where we are all the time. Oh, that's good. So does Skynet. So someone, <laughs> someone always knows where we are. They can always find that. But, but do you think that's going to become more common that people are going to know where we are? Or something I think like so. That? Yep. Because you can already do a very. Quite a lot. I mean, like Facebook has it now, where you can check people's location. Not as accurately, but Facebook will tell you if someone's nearby. I hate that Facebook tells you when someone's read the message because sometimes I'm not the fastest responder, <laughs> and I just like reading to see what's going on, and then I have to make a response. So, <laughs> so you're not too happy about. It. I'm pretty sure you can Facebook. turn that off and stuff. Can you? Oh, no, oh uh, I don't know if you can turn it off Facebook. That would be good. Um, but I think it will be more commonplace. We actually got a present for our dad recently it's called tile have you know what the tile is no it's a little like little square like 50 cent piece and you can i've got it on my keys actually and grab it. Oh, i'll show it to everyone can you guys see that so it's this thing here and you can attach it to anything and the idea is they have an app that is powered by bluetooth and so if you attach it to your keys and you don't know where your keys are open up the app you press locate the tile and the tile makes a noise 
Yes, that's pretty cool. You find out where you lost keys are. I don't lose my keys often. I just like gadgets, so I've got it on my keys. But the other reason is you can attach it to things like you can slip it somewhere in your car, put it on some valuables. If someone steals it, you can track where it is. Yeah. So even if it's out of Bluetooth range, the way it works is kind of like how, you know, Google Maps has traffic. And yeah. the way Google traffic works is that it gets everyone that's in the area that has an Android phone or using Google Maps and figures out their speed and their location in it averages it and tells you this bit is slow because the cars they're traveling which, which amazes me that that works but correct correct does, i yeah. wonder how you know how that does work <laughs> but this way it works is anyone that has a tile app on their phone in the background when you search for yours it'll send a signal to their apps and behind the scenes it'll search in their bluetooth range yeah so the more people that have the app the more coverage you have to cover to catch something so you know it was a kickstarter i think and it's you know, it wouldn't have been as successful if only a dozen people have it. Quite a few people that I know have it. And so the more people that have it, the more chance you're going to have tracking. Your well, there's been some pretty big stories actually. So, yeah, so, wait, what's, what noise does it make? Mm. This seems to be all I care about because that's what <laughs> usually what I'm like these kind of things. Make it do the thing. I mean, make Google, the I mean, well, the MacBook and all Apple products have their own tracking things. So it's not like it's a revolutionary. Well, it's, yes, yeah, it's, 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 it's like a lot of things. It's, it's not a... It's not that big an idea, it's just if it's well done. It is, yeah. Usually it's how these kind of things work. So I've opened it up and I can press keys and go, just press find. That is making noise. Loading, loading, loading. And the other option they have that's inbuilt with the app is that it auto, because your app's on your phone, it automatically tracks your phone. So you can go on your yeah. web browser, log in, and locate your phone. Okay, yeah. I say that because like if you've got your app and you're trying to figure out where your phone <laughs> is, it's probably in your hands. Yeah, that's so. So it's probably going to alert the burglar to know that you know there is something that's been tracked. <laughs> but it's also got a map like attached to Google Maps that shows it as well. A tile suggestion: attach it to your, your remote. Not not the smartest thing because oh, I guess why, like why do you attach it to? I mean, like, I know I, I know it falls down the sofa a lot, but I know that if I want to find my remote, I look in the sofa. My housemates used to in their old place. Attached their rope, their remote was a ten meter rope, <laughs> and it was about five mil cord, and like it was very impractical to tie it around the remote. Whenever they wanted to find something, it was attached to the TV cabinet, and you just traced it back and figured out where it was. Completely pointless, because the remote would always slip out. But and it would always be in the same place anyway. True. Very cool. I mean, idea. I mean, it's, it's, oh, funny, like, it's funny how that's kind of the kind of thing that people got renowned for losing when it's always in the same place. Just pick up the cushion. And, or just put the remote back where it belongs. Yeah, that would work as well. It's probably with your sock. Pretty cool app. We like it. It's, um, I guess we like it more just because it's a gadget than its usefulness. But I saw Kayak Frisbee have one as well. That's what well, that tends to be what most of these things happen is because they're gadgets. I mean, I, I've bought so many things that are really useless, but it cool. was cool, so I had Very it. cool, yeah. Kickstarter is the end of me. Oh yeah, that's that's what Kickstarter's for, isn't it? It's to fund all those things. You're like, this shouldn't exist. Yeah, completely pointless. But yeah. and loads of people. Were, and I mean, think about how many things on Kickstarter were funded by drunk people going, "Yeah, that sounds like a great idea." But having said that, like when I ran the Kickstarter last year for the calendar, all it was was a calendar that was printed by someone else, and the amount of work to get that to happen was unbelievable. Like I couldn't imagine someone making an app and producing a physical tile and having it be successful like the work would be astronomical yeah but kudos to them if they make a few bucks off it it's i've not... actually got i've got uh, given a present which was a kickstarter it's a card game it's called tunnel but it's spelled t-u-n-h-e-l-l so tunnel yeah it's from france i think i got given it for christmas from my brother and his wife and it's, it's a good fun game i've played i've only had a chance to play it once because tammy won't play games with me when i turned up i was like oh it's a bit of a weird one i wonder why i haven't heard of it and that's because it yeah it came off kickstarter it looks for the record pack is really cool it looks like any other yeah it's really well made that's 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 kind of what surprised me when i found out it was off kickstarter for the record the first half of the instructions are french that's why i was understanding it but the second yeah, half are english yeah it turns to the english bits they're a lot easier to understand sorry what were you saying before that i was just saying is it's it's for something that's off kickstarter it's really really well put together yeah i think it's that really takes cool. a lot of skill yeah that's really cool did you ever hear about exploding kittens? Exploding kittens? No, I've uh, never I'll, heard of it. I'll have to bring it over one time. It's 
I'm not sure if you've seen the webcomic The Oatmeal. I know of it. Yeah, pretty yeah. famous. He got famous because, like, yeah, yeah, could be wrong, but it was on the internet, so it must be real. <laughs> I think he had a. He used to run some kind of dating site, and he figured out a few shortcut ways to rank higher on Google. So, things like creating quizzes that had something where it always linked back to a site. Anyway, the Google algorithms favoured these techniques, and yeah. and since. They shut down these kind of loopholes because people abuse them all the time and, and they outsmart them. He was at an early stage where no one else was doing this. So his dating cycle really good. With that power, he decided to do the same with comics or just drawing stuff. Yeah. Now he's super famous. Like, uh, there's this case where, make sure I don't get distracted and I'll come back to his quote kittens. But <laughs> he, um, someone had stripped his comics. So got one of his comics, put it on a website and claimed it and removed the credit, claimed it as their own. And that's a pretty bad thing. Like, if you're a creator, it really sucks when someone steals your thing and doesn't even give you credit for it. It's pretty lousy. Anyway, he made up a nice comic that humiliated the hell out of the person who ran this. <laughs> anyway, this person got this uh, lawyer to write a letter to him saying, you better take your post down because it Love makes it. my name, yeah, takes it really bad. And he pretty much wrote back saying, go to hell. And this happened publicly over the internet for quite a while. And eventually the lawyer demanded um, a certain amount of money for him to quote unquote back off. And so what this guy did, he, um, he reached out to his audience and he said like, hey, will, will you help me raise this money and I'll do something fun with it. And he raised the money. He got it all, like, you know, something like $20,000, maybe more, maybe less, who knows. It was on the internet. And he got it out in cold hard cash in notes and piles and made in his living room, he either spelt out a word or made a finger sign or did something weird and took a photo of himself with it and drew some comic of this guy's mum or something, something like kind of outlandish, <laughs> and then proceeded to donate all the money to charity and said, you're never getting this money. And as since the lawyers never, never, it's never taken anywhere because this guy just has so much people power. That's really cool. Anyway, exploding kittens. He is <laughs> like, he's a crowd favorite. Everyone loves him. Can't do anything wrong. Pretty cool. He's done really cool stuff. And he partnered up with, I think it was like an Xbox guy and a few other guys. So three people that were pretty, three or four people that were big in their own spheres. And from what I know, he came late to the party and he was like the, the artist. So these guys had an idea. One weekend they were playing this game. They played it with a normal deck of cards. So there's only 52 deck of cards or whatever. 54, 52, whatever it is. 52, 52. And they said, hey, can, you're our mate. Can you draw this for us? And so he drew it, made it really pre-themed at Exploding Kittens. It's all about kittens exploding. And uh, yeah, so with his popularity, their popularity, this Kickstarter went ridiculous. Like... It got a million dollars in 24 hours. Ended up getting like $10 million or something ridiculous. And I just got it because I wanted to see what all the fuss was about. But in hindsight, I played it once. Really fun. Want to play it again? We should play it. Not even sure why I started talking about this. Kickstarter, uh, really cool. Game cut. Made it, they made it really polished. Like everything they talked about, they advertised it like it was on point. So I think Kickstarter is good at that at making something you hear about it and go, that is a stupid idea. Why are you crowdfunding this? And then and then I'll give out, you my money. Well, yeah, and what comes out is actually really good. But that's probably why they work so well is because if you're crowdfunding it, you don't need to charge a lot. You just need to get a lot of people to take part. You need it to be good enough that people will spread. So you run Cal Texas. Mm -hmm. What is Cal Texas? It is a used to be a mixture of everything so well, blog posts comics videos just uh any kind of thing that's creative for me to make and is funny in nature and so well that's <laughs> so it's, it is anything yeah and, and now it's more more so comics uh just because they're easier to make and i definitely sucked when i started and now i just suck a little bit less web comics are cool because you can progress and People like seeing the progression. It's a win-win for everyone, I think. And you don't have to be perfect. You just have to give it a go. That's what it's all about. Just making something every week that hopefully makes someone smile. And so far, gone pretty good. <laughs> With Cal Texas, you did uh, you did your own Kickstarter, which was a calendar. Mm -hmm. Right now, I've got one over there on the wall. Beautiful. And I've got another one which is up above my desk at work. Where, did, where did, did people yeah. ask about it? Well, yeah, when you've got a picture of uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex trying to climb up a wall with a cupcake... 
Mm-hmm. That, that starts conversation, yeah. yeah. That's cool. What gave you the idea for that? I'm trying to see what came first. I think it was I was trying to do something different and improve my drawing. So that's one part. I wanted to try and get a bit more like crowd interaction. Two parts. I wanted to see what this Kickstarter business was all about. Like uh, a lot of people talk about it a lot. And I wanted to see what was true and what was false about it. And definitely learned a lot. Like if I was to do another one, it would be, um, I'd, I'd do it not slightly different, but I'd, I'd have better expectations of what to expect going in. Do you think it was worth it? Uh, for the satisfaction, yeah. Like financially, probably not. Like a small campaign, I think the campaign made five to $600 because the goal was only $500. And so like profit-wise, I think it came down to less than half. So, like, we're talking maybe a day's wage for a lot of hours doing it. What was cool was that, you know, when I started doing the comics, there were stick figures, and now pretty proud of what it it looks like. And so in a year, I'll look at the calendar and go, that's pretty shit. Like, look what I can do now. So (laughs) the progression's always cool. In this calendar, I tried getting ideas throughout the year from people with things to draw, just random things to test myself. No, it didn't go, you know, 100% well, but some people gave great ideas. But when the Kickstarter came along, like people really wanted to give ideas. Maybe they thought it was serious or something. Yeah, so we only had four images that were reward levels. And I think if I was to do it again, I'd just do the whole calendar as reward levels. So like you pick a, a tier to support. And if you are one of the first 12 to pick that tier, then you get an image. I think that'd be more like pretty fun, pretty it, on it, your toes. Yeah, I reckon it'd be pretty good because it made you, it would make the people who were suggesting the ideas more invested. Yeah, definitely the four people that did give ideas like felt like they were pretty happy with, with how things turned out. Definitely like nerve-wracking because drawing images that I didn't think I could draw as soon as I was starting. You figure out a way of matching your style and luckily my style is originated from Microsoft Paint. It's not too technical, which is good for me. <laughs> Basic colours, but... but, you, but so you, do you still use Microsoft Paint? Or do you move I did for the longest time and then I got a Mac and I even, I, when I got my Mac, I installed Parallels, which is a virtual software to run Windows on your Mac. And I installed Windows just to have Microsoft Paint. And I did that for a while, but it was so demanding on the computer (laughs) and so pointless. That was probably the worst reason I've ever heard. (laughs) That was the only reason. And I even borrowed a friend's laptop that had Microsoft Paint and I I fought with it for the longest time. Because when you get image software now, like Photoshop, it's not pixel art. Like I, I really liked you could edit each individual pixel. And when you get a brush on like Photoshop, it does a nice pretty brush and it blurs the outside edges and everything's made to look good on purpose. Eventually found a, a program called Pixen, which is a pixel art thing for Mac. Which is good because I can do layers to different colours, stuff like that. In the end it worked out, but I really <laughs> deep down wanted to use Microsoft Paint forever. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, Microsoft Paint was, I remember that being in the, uh, when you found, when I was younger, when you found a computer that didn't have any games, you always went on paint. That's it. And just drew a house or something. I had a friend that was drawing a, what was he doing? He was doing a massive, and he'd been working on it for months. And it was like, it was a band of Batman, Superman, someone else, like just on stage playing in a band. But so much effort because Anytime you change something or you overlap something, there's no layers, so it removes what's behind it. So you're putting a lot of work into it, and uh, it was pretty cool. Just like, I'm not sure if you've ever seen like pixel art nowadays. It's People do really elaborate pixel art, and it's stunning, I reckon. It's like 8-bit style landscapes. I've seen I've seen some stuff. I wouldn't say I've particularly found it as like a Something a to look at. Well, no, I've just never really come across it as something that a lot of people do. I think I've probably mm-hmm. just come across it as kind of someone's done a retro thing where it made something look 8-bit, but it's not actual pixel art. Yeah. Well... Unless yep. it's in Minecraft, which, but that's a whole different... Do you play Minecraft? Yeah. Oh, my God. Do you play Minecraft? I just... Well, I hadn't for the longest time. And then about six months ago, found out that I can play it on my Mac and I can play with people on Windows on the same server. That blew my can mind. Can you do that? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I never played any games because I thought, oh, Mac can't play with other people, but you can. I play on the Xbox, so I can't. I don't play with people on the Xbox. Have you got any computer at all? Yeah, but one, 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 one. Yeah, next time I'm bringing my laptop over. <laughs> play mine. It's so fun. We, just, well, we can both play on the Xbox instead. Well, on the split screen. Yeah. Wow. But like when, when kids, I don't know, I think, because when I have my day job, I work with kids, and it's great because now I can just talk about Minecraft and like I've got the most kids' attention because. They still love it. It is so creative. And when like you're playing with other people, there's whole social dynamics that 
it's, it's such it's a time sink, though. Well, yeah. You're correct. like, oh, I'm just going to go over there and make a house, and then six hours later, you realise you're still sat. <laughs> but I don't place. think it's a time waste. I think it's. Oh yeah, not not time waste, but it's just such a time sink. I found that you said you said when you say it work, it's gone down well. I tried that once at my work, training mining engineers in software. They they didn't go for it so much. No. <laughs> Take Minecraft. Like, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, here's a block model, and it kind of looks like Minecraft, and I got laughed at, not with. Oh no. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's true, but I heard that the guy that created it, no, like, sold it to Microsoft and no longer creates it because the audience didn't appreciate the changes he was making. I can believe that. Which I have an opinion on, and that'll probably save for another day. I'll give. So when we have the podcast about Minecraft, that's it. It's just, <laughs> I, I mean, I've got beef with like, I've, I feel a different opinion, and you probably have a strong one on this of Star Wars, yeah, and how Episode Four, Five, and Six, George Lucas made everyone loved. He wrote one, two, and three. People hated, but like, he's the guy that makes them. You love what he makes because he's the creator. Like, if are people gonna not like what uh, happens in Game of Thrones? I think people are gonna love him no matter what he does because he's. he's I, I think Game of Thrones is a bad example because I reckon a lot of people already hate that. You reckon? Yeah, it's because I reckon Game of Thrones is such a. It was such of a hook at the beginning, but I reckon it now feels just like... I mean, the, the, a lot of jokes came around, and I think some of them possibly got basis as well, that he, George Martin was just doing stuff to annoy people. Like, oh, this character's popular. He's dead. Is that when he was doing the books, like before yeah. the series came back? Which I, I think also the series is meant to be catching up with the books. Yeah, like, and then it's going to diverge? Maybe. Yeah, well, it must be. <laughs> he yeah. hasn't written it yet. Because but I wonder if they'll just stop making stuff until he's written it. I don't see HBO doing that. I reckon they will just keep on going anyway. Or they'll do a Harry Potter, just write in something and try and fix it later and mess it up. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah oh, we don't need to put that tiny little thing in. That won't ever amount to anything. Oh, wait, that was a Horcrux. That was the yeah. oh, <laughs> Six Horcruxes is good, right? I think that's a, a good, good topic to talk about one day. I think there's a lot of... How can someone who created something be disbanded from the own thing he created because people don't like what they're doing? Like, the thought of me ever, like, let's just say, in the amazing world, that Cowtakers became famous, like, the idea of people, after all these years, me doing just what I thought was right, and what I liked, and all of a sudden people saying, nah, that's nah. shit. <laughs> like, we, we want you to do it like this, Yeah, shit. please don't do this anymore. We want you gone. Like, it seems a bit, a bit Debbie Yeah, when you, yeah, when you put it that way, you can't... Like, the poor guy. I think, yeah, maybe it's probably a good thing for another time because I reckon we could go on about that for a very long time. Mm. And there's so many examples of it where you've taken something that's iconic like Star Wars and then the person who creates it does something that upsets the fans a lot and makes them very upset. He still made the first four, so that, that shouldn't really be taken away from him. Mm -hmm. Another time. Do you want to talk about Happy Pig? Very quickly, yeah. Yeah, okay, Happy Pig. Um, you've been in Happy Pig longer than I have. Sure. Probably, then when to start? Maybe we had our first formal team, I guess, in 2009. That I was when I was playing. Not even Frisbee. Uh, I think I started in 2010. No, wait. No, I, was, I started playing in 2009, yeah. But, uh, <sighs> feels so old. <laughs> um, played in 05. Started crazy. Anyway, yeah, by a guy called Andrew Hutchin, which probably will never listen to this, but he... um. <laughs> Hey, he might do, who knows? He, might do. he set up the beginnings of a really cool club where we all seem to have similar interests and similar desire or reason to play the game, which uh, I think at one stage there was just one rule for the club, which was no douchebags allowed. And That's the main rule for Ultimate, though. Well, I, I summarise Ultimate. I debate that. I debate that. I summarise what the rules Ultimate should be. Number one is don't be a dick. And I think that's the most, in, in the most, but I think the filter isn't 100%. Oh, yeah, the, the game's changing now, which is upsetting a lot of people mm. and that's good on them because it's like they're young they're driven you know like a lot of people want to excel in the sport and I guess I don't see that perspective because I just never thought I could do that and that's probably my own reasoning oh we could probably talk about what ultimate is actually first ultimate for me even though I reckon I would quite like to still try and play at a high level I see no reason why spirit should suffer from that Mm, I so I, I still think that people should you know should play with a good sportsmanship and understand that the main reason we're all playing isn't to win a trophy or anything it's to enjoy it yeah and I feel that there's a lot of talk about you know if it gets to the Olympics whether there'll be observers or referees and, and I personally feel that if it was to get in the Olympics and the condition was there had to be a referee then I feel why should we go to the Olympics like who cares I heard somewhere that apparently the Olympics committee liked the no referees but 
I feel that this is a valid argument is that when there's a gold medal on the line, the spirit will go out the window. Like when countries have incentives to win a gold medal to get grants from their government to paint sport in the future because that's where sports stars get their money from. But they're not going to care about being sports. But would they not? Yeah, you know, be covered by it. the main reason that I have so much is because it covers the Olympic idea. So they are in theory, of, yeah. So part of the Olympics is that you're meant to be a good sportsman, and I reckon there would be quite a lot of accountability because you're on a massive stage. If you foul someone or if you travel, there's going to be people who see it, and you'll have to answer to that. If if you make a if you make a bad call and it goes your way, then you'll you'll be you'll you will be held to answer to that. But I mean, the, the problem then would be what if somebody won a gold medal because of a bad call? Would it, would you then afterwards contest it? Or would there be someone that can to make it make them accountable? Yeah, uh, well, I also feel because it's so new, is that if it was given the opportunity to be in the Olympics, like they're just waiting for a mistake to happen and a reason yeah. for it not to be there. It would just take one or two people to be not with the the right frame of mind for it to never have a chance again. Yeah, and then the pro leagues will move in. But actually, we haven't actually spoken about what ultimate is yet. Ultimate frisbee. Which, yeah, because I reckon we may we may possibly get people who are listening who haven't heard of ultimate frisbee. Well, my mum's listening, and she she's definitely heard of it. But is your mum? <laughs> yeah, most people I know have heard of it now. It's coming. It. No, it's kind of funny because it's becoming more well known. Definitely, when I started, you had to explain a lot. Now, more or less, people understand that it's a sport. I seem to get a lot. Uh, it, it happens a lot less now. When I say tell someone I play open frisbee, mm-hmm. they tend to be, there tends to be a lot less of the. Do you play with dogs? And which is hilarious. Definitely hilarious. But yeah, I mean, they, 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 they wore me down pretty quickly because when it's something that you take seriously. Having having said that, I find huge parallels in there's this. Do you have Netflix? Yeah. There's this great documentary on Netflix, and I can't remember what it's called, but it's about Muggle Quidditch. And it's this club <laughs> in America. No, exactly. Yeah, I know exactly what we're talking about. And yeah. there's this kid that's very dedicated to it. And all they want is to go to the, the Muggle Quidditch, whatever, uh, whatever they call it, their college championships, and they're trying to fundraise for it and train for it and be taken seriously. And everyone's taking the piss out of them, but they know they're serious and they're like athletes that consider themselves. <laughs> and it is exactly what yeah. Ultimate is. However, we will laugh at them, be uh, angry if someone laughs at us. Yeah, but do, do you know how I justify when we say that? Why? Um, a disc actually flies. And a broom doesn't. <laughs> well, I mean, I reckon you could probably, you could possibly, if you tried quite hard, make a small tap Quidditch. If you stop people running around with brooms between their legs, just take that out. That's true. Just accept, accept that you're not on a broom. Yeah, but I feel to some people, <laughs> yeah, running with a broom between your legs is the same thing as throwing a frisbee. Yeah, because people don't sit. I mean, I think the reason why it's not taken seriously is just because it's so new. It was came about in the sixties, mm-hmm. and oh. It was, <laughs> Keep trying to get back. We, we, what it is is it's a sport where there's seven aside outdoors or less in you know if you're playing indoors or something, and it's non-contact. Um, so it's non-contact, and you have a disc. So you can't run when you're holding the disc. So you have to pass it to your teammates, and the score a goal, you have to catch it in the end zone like you would a touchdown in American football. So that's kind of in a nutshell what it is. And so, the, the, but what makes it good to me is that it's at an amateur level, or in fact. Pretty much all levels up to world championships. There's no referees. There's master. There's, there's, there's um, observers at some levels. So in the states and at some of the high levels, I have observers who are meant to kind of act like a line judge, where they're an impartial person who's just there to watch and make calls. Uh, the professional leagues do have referees. So four referees. There's two pro leagues in the states. But yeah, for what, what we play, we don't have referees. With all the players on the pitch are the referees as such. And it does cause some problems when some people don't know the rules because they haven't been playing for very long. And some Having people... said that, I've been playing for... <laughs> have you ever read the rules? Ten plus years and have never read the rule. And I'll, I'll, I'll let you continue. And yes. I've, I've read them a couple of times and they're they just really so boring. boring. <laughs> exactly. Like, I remember we had to do a test to be qualified to go to a tournament and I'd take the advanced one because I was the captain and no <laughs> shit, it took me three hours to do the test. I think it's... It took me like three attempts, uh, not three attempts, three sittings to get oh. through that one. As soon as like the questions have double negatives and like it's it's a lot simpler. It's just a frisbee. Like some of that, I mean, yeah, some some of those were ones which seem to be worded just to make it hard. But there are also other ones where it was trying to the question was making a point of what people normally think is a rule right. isn't actually the rule. And that probably confuses me a lot. Yeah, 
So that that was I think that was that's kind of what it was to get around. But yeah, that's really hard. Yeah. But yeah, it, I mean, apart from that, it's, it's usually in most cases it's a game with fun people who just want to have a good time. And that's why I like it. And I think that's why I like Happy Pig in general because because yeah, that's what Happy Pig's for. Is everyone has the same ethos. This has been a long way to get into what Happy Pig's doing. How is Happy Pig doing at the moment? We had. We've just finished Pool, haven't we? And we, we were actually on different teams this time. Yeah, so Pool is the Perth Ultimate League. And yeah. in previous leagues, we've had maybe one, two, or th- uh, one stage, three teams. Pretty cool. But we've kind of gone conservative and done the two at the moment. And um, and di- teams are different levels as well. We've been in A League and B League. Right, and so this was kind of... And every league, things change of how they do mixed or split or... Um, and the players will really change as well. Cause, exactly. You know, people come and go. This league, are both the same level. We played against each other in semis, which was really cool. That's the most fun, I think, when we just play against each other. Like, I almost think sometimes we should just play a pick-up night again and just... Lack of a better word, play with each other more. Um, you want to just? I reckon we should advertise it that a lot. Just, just play, play, with, play with each other. Um, yeah, we did. I think we did good. Like we've had a good track track record of not necessarily like performing amazing, but doing the best we can, improving. And uh, I like that we get spirit quite a lot, which is great to hear. Uh, you know, which is which is a good thing. I think a good spirited team is almost a better thing to strive for than. A winning team because it is almost sad to say that often the case the team that wins doesn't get spirit. I think I've been to one tournament where the winning team won spirit. Yeah, if you can do that, like kudos to you. And maybe that's just the perception that people think that winning teams are arrogant, and that's not always true. So yeah, the, the ideal is a team that can win but not be a dick about it. Yeah, and there are teams like that who could just who just play better than you but don't. They don't rub it in. They don't. They don't. Inclusive. They don't have any. Uh, they don't. They don't foul or anything, and they don't. They don't kind of stop pushing you. Mm-hmm. I've had some teams that would just get five points up, and then they'll just mess around. They won't try very hard. Right. And and that it, it makes it, yeah, it makes it makes it worse for you because you realise that you're not in the same league at all. So it's, be, it's better when a team really pushes you. Yeah. The whole way through. The good thing about the latest league was that. Somehow, it was a rolling league where each week was based on past performances. So you're always playing someone that's yeah, it's at just, the same level. It's a Swiss cross system, yeah. So okay. each, each each game you play affects your rank, and then you play someone with a similar rank. And that ended up being great. Like, instead of playing the top teams a few times, which are guaranteed to be smashed and not enjoy, every, every game's relatively close, which is... I thought that was really fun. I hope they continue to do that. I hope they continue to keep doing mixed ultimate because I think the balance that's half the reason why I do it why I play because um, I think people that are happy to play in a mixed environment are generally more supportive and I enjoy it yeah anyway should we uh, wrap things up yeah so I think we've got um, we've got a local resident uh, local horoscope reader Um, her name is Samantha Mayweather She's a spiritual lady, and uh, we've employed her to create some horoscopes, recent horoscopes, just so that you as a listener can feel a part of the show and, and we'll find be, out what your horoscope we is. We want to look out for you guys, yeah, so we want, to, we want, to, we want people yeah. to know what's going on in their lives, because horoscopes, they're, they're important, isn't it? Yeah, and the world is a bright place, and, you know, like, embrace life, love life. Horoscopes, it tells your future, it's great stuff. I think we'll... Uh, We'll call her over and we'll yeah we'll, we'll pass over to her and we'll get scarred and then we'll go play Minecraft that's um good <laughs> cool. Right. cool see you next time see ya Aries today is an extremely lucky day for you However, the Time Travel Supporters Guild heavily recommends you not to use this to your financial advantage. Taurus, did you wake up in a good mood? You shouldn't have. Your dog sat on your favourite rug. Gemini, this moment in your life is great for new romances. However, trouble is afoot when meeting strangers. Cancer, the decisions you make today will affect the rest of your life, but try not to let it get to you. Leo, you won an Oscar. Congrats. Virgo, way to keep up with current events, Slowpoke.
Libra. Today doesn't look good. You're fucked. Scorpio. Life is beautiful. Enjoy the warmth of the sun. Embrace life. You are perfect. Sagittarius. Now might be a good time to listen to those voices inside of your head. Ignore the ones that tell you to jump. Or don't. Choose your own adventure. Capricorn. Why haven't you called your mum, Steve? She misses you. Aquarius. Can you smell that too? It wasn't me. Pisces. Have you ever considered a career change? You should. A cow, Texas production. Howdy!